0: hello my lovely hummingbirds it's your grown bro and you're listening to pop culture yeah no bubblegum pop tonight y'all sorry <laughs> but before i give y'all my Reason why I was gone for so long, first and foremost. Thank you so much, Nikki, for joining me for this movie review as you always do for these movies. I am so grateful for you, so appreciative. And this will be split in two parts, you guys. So maybe three. We'll see how this editing goes. But for the most part, it'll be split into two parts, and it is going to be a review of the Batman i hope you guys enjoy it and yeah so now for the not happy part um and no don't don't worry do not freak out i am not quitting pop culture i am not dropping pop culture i am not uh, ending pop culture in any way shape or form we are here for the long haul still in my lovely hummingbirds um I have always been very transparent with all of you when it comes to my absences, especially in regards to my physical or mental health. Um, The past three weeks, so much has happened in the world, and I felt like I was honestly doing y'all so dirty because I didn't get to cover any of it, Um, but I was struggling not just with some physical and mental health issues that arose, but also I was grieving the loss of one of my siblings. Um, she was not stateside. But, um, yeah, that's, that's why I was gone. Um, I don't intend to be gone anymore. I am... <laughs> Doing everything and putting it all together to keep dishing out some quality content for all of you, my loves. I am truly sorry for the absence and, and absence without explanation. Um but I just want to say before I let you off to enjoy this a very sussy, wonderful episode that Nikki and I reviewed for The Batman, I want to say that always, always, always tell the people that you love, that you love them, every chance that you get to, because you never know when, you never know when it might be the last time that you ever get to. Anywho, all my sadness aside, I hope you guys absolutely adore the episode i wish there was a better way of delivering that message i feel like there is no way to say hey i lost somebody um but yes i love you guys so much and i will catch y'all at the end of it enjoy i'm batman (laughs) Batman. (laughs) yours was so much better (laughs) oh because you're batman (laughs) (laughs) hi my lovely hummingbirds it's your girl monroe and nikki and we are back for another movie review this time i mean if it wasn't obvious can you guess what we're reviewing it has to be like marvel or something right no
1: it's finally a good dc movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we mean that entirely
1: yeah one that's actually watchable and not only a DC movie, a three-hour-long movie that's actually entertaining almost, the whole time.
0: The whole time, and that was, I feel like, the most surprising part for me. It's like, it didn't have a super slow build. Like, from the start, you're already hooked into it. The, The music. The music. The score for that film was fucking amazing. Like, it was just, it was incredible. It was incredible all around. Robert Pattinson killed that shit. Fuck all the naysayers that were like, we're <laughs> not going to have a Twilight Vampire. What is he going to do? Say, I sparkle. <laughs> like, can you imagine Batman came out during Actually, the I'm day awesome. <laughs> and the suit just sparkled? He, he,
1: that, that's, that's probably what we're going to talk about today, how Robert Pattinson doesn't get enough credit. Because he's done other movies, you know, not just stupid Twilight. Exactly. He, even he's ashamed of it.
0: You know, and, like, when we did discuss this um, during the Spider-Man uh, review that we did, that a lot of the people that were in Twilight either have, like, a strong hate for the film or forgot they were in it entirely, like Anna Kendrick. <laughs> they shared a tweet, and she was like, what fucking movie was that? Was <laughs> she Character in she was one of the main, like, supporting characters. So oh. she does have a pretty significant role in the film, especially because she's, like, the frenemy, almost, of Bella Swan, because, like, she tries to get at Edward, and he was like, no. And, like, one of the iconic lines that I just thought was hilarious, she's like, no, he's not seen anyone, because apparently no one here is good enough for him, so don't waste your time. And I busted out laughing. I was like, damn, salty much <laughs> Anna Kendrick's character, of then, Yeah. God, I love her. Dude, she's beautiful. Oh, by the oh, way, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, there are spoilers in this,
0: in this episode, so... <laughs> if you haven't seen it. BTW. <laughs> so today we are discussing Batman. God, where do we even start? Like, this film was overall such a great film. From start to end... Not only, like, you know how, like, there's so many theories of, like, how especially comic book films can go. And, like, we discussed this last time. Like, Marvel always has so many theories before any film is released, anything like that. But this one, because DC has had so many flops, honestly, especially when it comes to Batman.
1: I'm pretty sure they've only had flops.
0: No, (laughs) don't insult the Dark Knight.
1: Oh, I thought you meant like the newer. You're right. No, I, mean, I thought you meant the newer DC. Oh uh,
0: yeah, the newer ones. Yeah. yeah After they're... the
1: Dark Knight, it's pretty much. I, I did like Wonder Woman.
0: The first, first one. one.
1: The second one. They had ideas and they didn't execute them
0: correctly. No. Yeah. No. That. That was a whole. Breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the fact that you introduce Batman. In you know, a Batman versus Superman movie that's...
0: Yeah.
1: They, I... he, he deserved his own Batman film. At least one. At least just, one. Just to get it started.
0: Yeah. And we did mention that before, like, how Justice League did a very, like, rush job of, like, they had all these characters built into one, and they were trying to piece together different parts of everybody's origin story, but it's, like... It doesn't work that way, and it doesn't really go for the flow of the film. Like, I don't know if you've seen the four-hour-long Justice League, yeah. the Snyder cut. Yeah. Yes, it had so many more parts that weren't in the film, and, like, it kind of helped, but it still felt like there was just so much happening. It helped that
1: specific film, but it didn't help the entire, like, the whole potential that the series could have had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, nobody... There was, what, two origin stories from the, each kid, from Wonder Woman and from Superman. Yeah. And that's it. The Flash is introduced. Well, no, technically wasn't was he introduced in Batman versus Superman?
0: Yeah, he also had his own movie. The Wait, Flash? No. no, 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 I'm thinking no. of the series. Yeah, the series. I'm 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 thinking, thinking of the series. Different. Yeah, it was completely different. Grant Gustin, we love you, baby.
1: He, yeah, and that is an excellent show. And that's the thing with these movies, it's like... Okay, you can only do so many movies to where eventually they're going to be like, eh, I'm bored already. Yeah. But it's all about how you introduce them. Kind of like what Spider-Man's doing now. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, mm-hmm. they
1: didn't waste their time with uh, Uncle Ben's story because we all know it already.
0: Oh, God, but they had to kill Aunt May?
1: No, they had to kill Marissa somehow. <laughs> how dare they?
0: How? How? You know? My fucking heart. Dude, that scene still kills me. I still lay awake at night thinking about that and how she still tried to, like, walk him out to safety as she just collapsed in his arms.
1: She must have been in so, so much shock because she literally got hit by the glider. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously she felt something, but just from what happened, that just goes to show how much adrenaline was...
0: Pumping through her system at that time.
1: And then once she calmed down, she all came rushing. She's like, oh, I gotta sit down. And then...
0: Speaking of adrenaline.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) In
0: Batman, he shot himself up with adrenaline, right? Like, I'm not tripping.
1: No, so... I thought that's what it was, too. But people have a theory, and I fucking hate theories (laughs) when it comes to movies. Yeah. They have a theory that it's Venom from... Bane. Like, Bane's
0: venom. Oh, wow.
1: I, I've read this, that they thought it was that he somehow got...
0: That's actually pretty interesting, though.
1: But, my thing, like, some sort of, like, not the exact same thing. Yeah, but something, but something similar. something that's leading to that, but it's like, it yeah. could have just been adrenaline. Like it, right?
0: right, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was just like, you know, he went
1: But they're saying that because, all oh, he lost control was being the guy, like, He yeah, went rage. Sort of Right.
0: Science, people. Science. Yeah,
1: the, and uh, wasn't it also colored like it was green? Right. That's why they thought that,
0: that Okay. Which, okay, yeah. You got a right, can...
1: point there? So the next movie... Let's wait and find we'll out We'll find that out one. if it's Bane's Venom or not.
0: I, I would be intrigued in seeing Bane. So, this Batman film, let's... We're jumping all over the place already because we're so excited. Like, it was such a good fucking movie. Like, I didn't feel those three hours until I tried to get up in my. But <laughs> besides that, you were really just glued to it. I personally loved all the imagery that they did. Like they kept it very dark, very gritty. They had a lot of like gothic style uh, architecture um, in the Batman home. Well, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I want one. I'm like, I need my house to look exactly like this.
1: <laughs> During the movie, she whispers in my ear. She's like. Come on.
0: I want it now. (laughs) I do. The architecture was so beautiful. And we did point out, so like, obviously we discussed the movie after the movie. How can you not? But one of the points that we, that your friend actually gave brought up was that the whole religious aspect to it, how it was very much portrayed throughout the entire film. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, yes. Like you can see it even in the architecture in the Wayne home. And It was kind of like it was showing that hyper-polarity of, like, Riddler was very, like, thinking he was doing something right. Yeah. And he saw it from a very pious standpoint. And then you have Batman, who is very dark and just vengeful at this point in the movie. The whole intro monologue that he has of, like, he's lurking in the shadows. That shit was... Amazing. I was all for it.
1: That was one of the best intros I've ever seen. Especially in... Not just all movies, but... In comic book movies. hmm You know, introducing the Batman, and... They make a point that he's only been doing it for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that's... You're seeing him just getting started. Yes. So he's still learning... How to use everything because he's using like a very basic and utilities utility. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, you know, there's no battering. There wasn't one, right?
0: I think there was. Was there at the end? Where he like no, no.
1: Oh wait, what did he? Oh no, or those those were explosives.
0: Those were explosives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: he said He probably said those before he dropped down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think he did. And I if, don't if remember. I remember correctly. I'm, I feel like I would have remembered. He does use his symbol. He does. So in his suit, he has, you know, obviously the Batman logo on his chest, and it's a removable knife. Mm-hmm. But it's not a boomerang. Yeah. So.
0: It, it's working up to it.
1: Yeah, so I think that's that's kind of cool. Like, I feel that's cool that they're going to start introducing possibly new utilities. Yeah. he's going to pull out, like, maybe he'll start using, because he had smoke bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, regular bombs, like little explosives. Mm-hmm. The, the, grappling, the hook. grappling hook. And it's a very accurate one because he does have to attach it to his belt. Mm-hmm. And in the Batmans, they just have the, the gun. And, the, and somehow, swing.
0: Yeah. Like Tarzan on that bitch. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, like, uh, like in Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. So, right? And this one, he has to hook it up to his belt. They introduced his uh, cape. Yes. Which was, <laughs> <laughs> that was... That's kind of part of what I was saying is that he's still getting started. Yeah. I don't think he ever did that before. No, or maybe not with that suit right? Because he looked when he's about to use it; he's he's shitting himself. Yes, he like, uh, I'm kind of high. Maybe I should just get arrested. <laughs> but, um, that moment where, he <laughs> yeah.
0: like
1: when when he finally gets to the ground, and it's showing how fast he's going; mm-hmm. like he is just gliding so fast. And once you think he's gonna make it through that right above the the train, mm-hmm. and then boom, he knocks his shit, and I'm like, man. I have back problems and I've never done
0: that. <laughs> so I don't
1: know what the fuck he has. That <laughs> he could just get up from that.
0: And that was the other thing, too, that I really liked about this film. That it portrayed the physical and mental damage that, like, the Batman has. Which is one of the things I was really missing from the other films. Like, I think it was Batman versus Superman where you kind of see that he's a little not okay. But this one from the start... Like, not only is he having nightmares, yeah, but he is also, like, physically just fucked up. Because there's a point where, like, they show him, like, changing, yeah. and you just see all the fucking scars on him. Bruises. Scars. Bruises, all of it.
1: Which comes, I mean, I think I think every, almost every, at least the recent Batman movies have shown that. Mm-hmm. Another thing about, like, how he's just starting, his suit is, like, also the same way. Mm-hmm. That was another thing, too. He just had, like, hiking boots or something. <laughs> yeah. Probably covered in some sort of armor, but still, like, it just kind of shows, like, he's still building it up. He's still learning. The Batmobile was kind of how he's learning, too. Yeah. it's like a regular car just covered with bulletproof <laughs> armor and bulletproof glass and uh, fucking uh, turbo engine.
0: Yeah, no, literally, he just hit the NOS like he's in Fast and Furious. <laughs>
1: like... Oh, when the car appeared. Yeah. That oh
0: my God I think everyone in the fucking movie theater shit themselves at the same fucking time like that was such an amazing just scene and when he gets the penguin, <laughs> dude I could not fucking stop laughing. I was like, yo and, and
1: Colin Farrell. I, I
0: didn't just, recognize him.
1: Yeah, a, a lot of people didn't. Like, I already knew him it, it was him, but a lot of people watched that movie and they're like who the fuck was the penguin? Man? Dude,
0: that was Colin Farrell. Like, and I told you, I was like, holy shit. Like, I did not recognize him. Like, first off, amazing fucking job as I the Penguin.
1: every single character that they... Actor that was picked for each of their roles was perfect. Oh, God, yeah. Catwoman.
0: Mmm. Um, Alfred. Loving. Oh, my God. Alfred was my heart they've been
1: doing so well with alfred
0: yeah that's yeah. the one that never i feel like alfred that never, never fails. fails never
1: it was uh michael kane in the dark knight was yes. Alfred, and the batman versus superman it was uh
0: jeremy irons
1: jeremy irons mm-hmm. and even then every single i think obviously the one that got the most tv or screen time was um michael Caine because yeah. he had three movies yeah and even Andy Serkis had a good amount of time, but they didn't give him enough. No, he should have had more.
0: Yeah, he'd should have, and like this, this Batman, he is younger. Yeah, he's definitely younger. And he's got to be in his twenties. Absolutely, you know, he's still very much starting off, and from what we know of Batman, from like. Every way that he's been portrayed, he's like this suave, you know, Casanova that is like super rich and everything well put together. But this still shows like young Bruce dealing with little Bruce's traumas and he's still very much this awkward, can't find his place in the world. His company is falling to shit. You know, he hates the shareholders, (laughs) doesn't want to meet with them and... What I love about this is it shows just how much Alfred is really involved into the matters of the estate, and like, even though there is like hints of it in the other films and the other portrayals, here you see very firsthand. Like, if it wasn't for Alfred, none of that would have happened.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty much what Alfred is like.
0: He's his dad.
1: He's he he pretty much is. Even though he's when he said it to Michael Caine. Oh. <laughs> and The Dark Knight Rises, I
0: think.
1: Yeah. Oh. And in this one, that motherfucker,
0: he reads you, so dude. Yes. In this one, right before when he said that he's like, "Will you stop acting like you're my dad because you're not?" I was like, "You bitch!"
1: You just hurt Andy Circus.
0: How could you?
1: You hurt Gollum.
0: How dare you hurt this beautiful man? <laughs> you don't deserve him. Like, and and I kind of was like, when everything happened with Alfred that he opens the letter that's for Bruce and it's a bomb by the Riddler and he ends up figuring it out and you know he's in the hospital and everything I'm just like see that's what you get you should have been nicer to him what if he just died right now (laughs) like it was such a heartbreaking moment because I'm like Alfred didn't deserve that and he opened it because he knew it was something bad and he had to protect Bruce my fucking heart Also, the fact that they actually went into the Wayne-Arkham family history, I found super fucking interesting.
1: And the fact that they kind of show... So, obviously, Thomas Wayne knew people. Yeah. Powerful people always do. But they kind of show that he had a chance to, like, be a criminal or be, like, kind of shady or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's... What people thought, at least what the rivers saw. Yeah, and that's kind of why he has that vendetta look towards them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, you dive deeper into the movie, that figures out he never. He never got... He, he was close, because what,
0: what was the... So they were going to release um, the information about his wife and the Arkham Asylum, right. and like, everything that was going on with so, Bruce's yeah. mom. So
1: they basically blackmailed
0: him. They blackmailed him, because yeah. he was running for office, and he That's was right. actually helping people, and the whole purpose of them opening Arkham was to help people, but then, obviously, they get murdered, and all this shit happens. And he goes to Falcone to ask for a favor, but he's like, you know, and Alfred ends up telling him, he's like, your father did not know what Falcone was going to do. So it's like, it shows that at the end of the day, like, while Daddy Wayne, Daddy Wayne Wayne. Wayne, might have been seen as like this piece of shit. Like to the end, he really was only trying to protect his family. So, you know, it's, I don't know, it's really interesting. So... For reference, the villains and, well, Catwoman, she's always been kind of an anti-hero. Like, I've never seen her really as, like, a full-blown villain. She wasn't
1: really a villain in this one. Because in, like, in The Dark Knight, at Hathaway, she was a criminal. but She was stealing from criminals. Right. I don't think they ever showed her stealing, like, just...
0: Just for and it. And it was
1: just stealing. Like, she's just a cat, literally a cat burglar. Like, yeah. That's, that's her thing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. She's an anti-hero when it comes to, like... This film. This film. Yeah. Mostly because she's a victim.
0: Yes. And that's the thing that, like, I really liked how they connected everyone's story based on, like, their historical suffering. Like, hers is because Falcone is her dad. And, like, the fact of, like, that... oh, he's an evil man. He's an evil man.
1: Who?
0: Falcone. Yeah oh my god when he like admits like oh he's like i have to do to you what i did to your mother i was like you strangled her mommy with the cane you bitch and now you're killing your own daughter how dare you he doesn't know that that's his daughter
1: you know he you know he had a daughter but he didn't know that that was her specific
0: oh yeah 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 he just knew her from the club
1: yeah he knew her from the club
0: yeah holy shit thank you for that i totally forgot wow okay so now that's more gross
1: yeah because he he didn't know when she pulls the gun on him she says who she isn't
0: she says for my mother yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: child support (laughs) i'll give you protection (laughs) like no and like the whole just it showed really the grittiness so like batman for point of reference batman has been in existence since 1939 the first appearance was in detective comics number 27 it was the creation of bob Kane and bill finger so batman has been around for a very long time which, of course, when you know, story's been around that long, and it keeps getting more shit added to it. There's a whole lot of villains. In this film, uh, the main villains we saw were Penguin, Riddler, Catwoman, antihero, and Falcone. Right. Who was the other one? There, there was one that like they had imprisoned.
1: Basically, Falcone's rival. Right. You yeah, know, same thing that Falcone does, but another mob another family whatever you want to call yes it. that's basically what
0: he was. yes and like the thing about Batman which has i feel been kind of missed in some of the newer films is that whole mob aspect to it yeah. because it is Gotham is a gangster city it really is and you can kind of see that in Jack Nicholson's Joker yeah. where he's more of like gangster Joker or like has all this fucking Bitches and hoes and money. Like, you know, I feel like I did like that aspect that it really showed that the crime that he is fighting is really just a corrupt city. Yeah. Versus more like Justice League and all that, they go into like different types of villains.
1: Villains with superpowers. Yes. And that's, I think we were talking about that. Mm hmm. I said, no, I was talking about it with my buddy Jacob. Because mm-hmm. we said, like, in the Dark Knight series, Nobody really had any superpowers. Mm-hmm. Bane was just addicted to opioids or something. <laughs> you know, steroids, like, yeah, just really a small guy and on uh, painkillers, basically. That's basically what it was. <laughs> they didn't mention anything about venom, no. Or and the second one, Joker, no powers, but psychopath. You know, so it's it, it didn't really get into the supernatural or anything, uh, you know, superpowers wise. Which is why we were talking, I was talking with my buddy Jacob, he's like, they need to finally bring back um, Batman villains that have superpowers. Yeah. You know, like, Mr. Freeze. Yes! uh, Killer Croc.
0: I was talking about that with one of my friends. Hey, did you see the Batman? (laughs) And we're, like, going back and forth, and I was like, okay, I was like, did you see the Joker deleted scene? And we're, like, discussing that, and, like, I have my personal feelings about that, but, (laughs) and we were talking about that, and he mentioned, he's like, you know, I would love to see Mr. Freeze and Killer Croc, and I was like, yes, because all I picture with Mr. Freeze is Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what we were
1: talking about. We were saying the exact same thing, and it's like, those were like, not not all of them, but like, that specific movie was a very cheesy...
0: The Tim Burton films?
1: Yeah, like... Not that they weren't good, it's just that...
0: They were cheesy.
1: They were cheesy, and these are, like, better. These are, like... That's, like... Gritty. Gritty. Yeah. Gritty and adult. Yes. You know, like, okay, we get it. It started off for kids. Now can we have the grown-up time?
0: Although, Uma Thurman...
1: Can we get her (laughs) back? God, that was the adult part.
0: Baby! She was amazing. And I... Personally, I love those films, even though they're so like silly, like corny. They're, yeah, they're so corny, but I do like that they showed different villains, right?
1: Different villains, and also they brought in uh, Batwoman and, mm-hmm. and Robin. And, mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time we had Robin? Oh
0: my god, I know. So the, remember the film where Joseph Gordon-Levitt came out, right? And, and it's like, and it never happened. Yeah, like
1: motherfuckers, like, that's the perfect Robin.
0: <laughs> like please? Can we just yeah. make it happen, Captain?
1: Or Nightwing. Something. Uh, Give Red me Hood. something, like, baby. Come on, man. Like, this... They just... I mean... Yeah, they brought back... They brought Catwoman, but it's like...
0: Give me more.
1: You know, we love Zoe Kravitz and we love her as Catwoman. Oh, but it's like... I'm pretty sure we have room for maybe one more hero, anti-hero.
0: <laughs> no, but honestly, I do love that series because we... Even though there were so many villains put into the Tim Burton films, it didn't feel like too much because everyone had like little bits and pieces. Like I felt like it was done really well. Like they are very corny films. They're super cheesy, but they did it well. Um, I do like their rendition of Bane because he is just this chaotic little thing, but I would like it to be like a mix. Between that Bane and Tom Hardy's Bane,
1: well, that's what the actual Bane is. I know. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that Bane because <laughs> I mean, back then, you know, I was a kid, so the idea sounded good. But when you get older and you start reading the stuff, and you know, the real Bane is a what is a company, combination of Tom Hardy and the one from Batman and Robin. Yeah. Because um, he's not just a brute. He's, you know, tactical. He's mm-hmm. he's similar to Bruce Wayne, but just hopped up on Venom. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what he is. So, and I've noticed this about the movies. That some characters, especially the villains, they don't seem to put them in the position that they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, they wanted to make a Batman movie... Uh, with Ben Affleck as, with Death, Deathstroke as the main villain. Mm-hmm. That really doesn't make any sense because he's more of a hitman. He's more, like, yeah, sometimes he does his own schemes, but for the most part, it's, like, well,
0: yeah,
1: it's for the money. Like, it, he shouldn't be the main villain. He should be mm-hmm. a villain for hire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And whoever the main villain is or something or whatever.
0: Yeah, like, even in, in um, Suicide Squad, right? Deathstroke, like, yes, hates Batman, because Batman has put him away a couple times, but it was never like, I have a vendetta against him, specifically, because no, that's not his job. He's literally hired by criminals to kill other criminals, so really, what's the difference? The only difference is he gets a payout and Batman doesn't, but... Right,
1: basically, well, Batman doesn't need a payout, for one thing.
0: I mean, duh, he's rich (laughs) as fuck, but... He's like, what, I think he was
1: the... Third richest of uh, comic book hero. Yeah, I know. The number one. I think Iron Man's number two. Number
0: two, and then Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and then yeah. Bruce Wayne's number three. And with this film, you know the Riddler, and we were talking about this. How like they made him one very intelligent, yeah. very conniving, and very realistic. So, one of the things that I did like about this movie was how much technology actually was used in the films. Like, he had the contact lens that he was communicating with Catwoman through, and the big part for me that I thought was, like, sick as fuck was the Riddler was using chat forums to communicate with other individuals to create the whole plan that they were like going to the city square yeah Yeah. it was very modern which
1: is kind of funny because that's well not funny but that's kind of how the insurrection got started Mm -hmm. online forums that weren't like twitter or reddit yeah like something like really underground Mm -hmm. where you can you know it's not really watched over i guess yeah just random websites Mm -hmm. um and that was basically what he did. He just found, either created or found a website like that mm-hmm. and just found all these, you know, angry citizens that want to take over Gotham City, basically. Yeah. And the fact that they saw he was doing something about it, they're like, okay, this guy's serious. Yeah. So it wasn't surprising to me that he got what was it, like 500?
0: Yeah, he had a strong following, and everyone was helping him, essentially, through the forum, which is the part that they found of, like, how to create his suit, how to, like, protect himself, what to set up, like, how to create the bombs, like, all this stuff, like, and that is so realistic like whenever you jump into a forum like it's never just going to be people following someone it really is going to be like oh well i know how to do this i know how to do this you're serious let's get this shit done
1: they were recommending weapons yeah this and saying oh yeah we're gonna teach them a lesson Mm -hmm. like that like that i agree it was very realistic which kind of made it that much more
0: scary. <laughs> Honestly. Because it's like
1: that shit can happen and it has happened.
0: And that's why, like, this film I feel was very different in comparison to not just the Batman films, but superhero films in general from what we've seen thus far. We're going to take a small break right now and we'll be right back. Do you like spicy cosplay? <laughs> hi my lovely hummingbirds it's your girlman fro here today to let you know that you should follow the one the only Alaloon alias me <laughs> on onlyfans now this is not sponsored by onlyfans but it is sponsored by me And if you or someone you know loves cosplay and spicy cosplay to say the least, definitely head over that way and check it out. And full disclaimer subscription price is $15 a month in order to cover makeup, costume, and labor costs in the creation of these looks yep you heard that right spicy cosplay go ahead and check it out my lovely hummingbirds and i'll catch y'all over there now go back to enjoying this episode of pop culture (laughs) How was my sexy voice did y'all like it (laughs) okay bye it's like Yes, it had its components of like, yes, this is a comic book, but it had its very real because Gotham and the whole Batman series itself is very much that. It's like, yes, it's a comic book about this rich guy with no powers that is like fighting all these people, but also it took a lot of pieces from actual what was happening during those times and put it into comic book form. And I feel like this movie really portrayed that. And I also like that it was super cool that they showed a website at the end and it was an actual website.
1: <laughs> yeah, although it wasn't worth no. waiting for the credits.
0: It wasn't. It really wasn't. I was expecting more. That deleted scene should have been in the credits. should have been. <laughs> so That's this...
1: another thing we should. Yes. When you're
0: ready, but. No, no. Let's talk about it now. That deleted scene that we keep mentioning. If you guys haven't seen it yet, but Warner Brothers dropped it, I think it was on their Twitter, um, they dropped a deleted scene, and it was basically Batman and Joker, yes, the Joker, having a very Hannibal Lecter-type moment. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Hello, Gladys. Like, honestly, because, that's honestly when I fucking clicked play, I was like, oh my God, Batman is Clarice. <laughs>
1: I mean detective. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: That's kinda creepy.
0: You know those parallels. And it was it was really such a Hannibal Lecter moment where he is going to the Joker to consult over the Riddler. Right? Because he needs help and he's like, how can I get into a demented man's mind? Let me go speak to another demented motherfucker. So the Joker basically advises him and that's the missing piece where he basically tells him, like, you know who his target is, don't you? Basically telling him, like, the target is you. So I love that. I love that deleted scene because... So I love it and I hate it. I love it because... It portrays the Joker as a very dark, twisted, intelligent motherfucker that physically portrays the damage that he has taken in fights because them scars, ooh, baby, they are rough. And I love yeah, that shit. It's
1: one thing to have the smile like in dark neck. Yes, be his, scarred. Yeah, like his whole face is fucked up.
0: And I love that shit because it's like if you've been at this point like The way that I looked at it, I'm like, okay, he's been in Arkham maybe two, three times by this point, right? But the Joker, for canon of like comic book canon, he's been alive for years. Okay, he's, he, Fountain of Youth is in Gotham, that's why he'd only fucking Gotham. Comes out that the only reason he hasn't destroyed Batman is because it entertains him. And if he really wanted to, Batman would be dead, right? but that's the joke. (laughs) That's the joke, essentially. And I like the fact that it does show him, like, he is beaten, he is damaged, he is dark. I love that shit for the Joker because, and I was telling Nikki this earlier, I'm like, we have really just seen a very, like, the Joker underneath the white paint is an attractive guy, but it's like, no, that doesn't track. For someone to be so twisted and so damaged, you got to have some scars, which would also paint a better picture of why it is so unreasonable that Harley falls for him because she's this gorgeous fucking therapist woman that falls for the sick, twisted guy. He's not going to be good looking. So I I'm interested in seeing if they do bring Harley Quinn into the series eventually I'm just curious as how that would be. Obviously, it would be much later down the line, because at this point, if we're following the timeline that Bruce is, like, in his 20s, Harley ain't there yet. She's, like, a kid. Yeah, if not
1: a teenager.
0: Right. So, I'm curious to see that, which is why I'm also curious to see Poison Ivy, because Poison Ivy is not that much older than Harley. So, that's why, even though they're saying that Bane's Venom is, it, like, the adrenaline shot that he gave himself is Bane's Venom, it would be a little eh, because yeah. uh, uh, Poison Ivy helped him create it or some shit?
1: I don't know if she helped him create it, but... That, that just goes back to what I said about these movies being supernatural. Like, yeah. If they're going to keep going this way, this ver- there's only a few villains they or even characters in general they can keep in. So if that's the route they're going, we're probably not going to see Poison Ivy, which mm. would be a shame. Because uh. even Joker in some aspects is supernatural. Because, Mm -hmm. like you said, Fountain of Youth, he has some sort of uh, uh, pain tolerance. Yeah, high pain tolerance. Same with Harley. She's enhanced as well. Yeah, she's
0: enhanced, which I thought was super cool because I at first did not know that until when I started reading her comics that are out now. And so I started digging more into it because Harley actually started off as a joke character. So she was supposed to be Joker's sidekick based off of a comedy series from like back in the day. And she wasn't supposed to even last that long, but people liked her so much that they were like, okay, we're going to keep her going. And then she was placed into the comics from the animated series. And one of the things in the comics, though, which is why I'm interested of how they're going to bring the Harley Quinn character in, is because at one point and this is the that's what i think was the pivotal moment that starts turning her into more of an anti-hero is because batman like grabs harley and looks at her and he's like do you honestly think you're the first do you honestly think you're his only one and takes her to a dungeon where she basically sees all of the previous harley quinn's that joker has had so i'm curious to see if they're going to show like that progression of like, he has other stand-ins before the main Harley Quinn that we know.
1: Well, these are all good ideas. But keep in mind, even if they don't go the Supernatural route, mm-hmm. there is still potential for new stuff.
0: There is.
1: One thing, especially since they're getting into crime families,
0: mm-hmm. The Court of Owls. Yes. Would be
1: a good movie because they, so good. they did an animated Mm -hmm. And it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. But to do that with Robert Pattinson's Batman, with the way they set up Riddler, because he was literally mad at the people in charge of the city, the big, powerful people, and then Lingering in the Shadows Mm -hmm. is the Court of
0: Owls. Yeah. And so the reason that he's bringing up Lingering of Shadows is because in that intro that we were discussing for the film, that is the entire basis of the movie. It discusses how, like, the villains won't go into the shadows because they think Batman is waiting there. Obviously, they don't call him Batman in the beginning. They call him Vengeance. The
1: entire movie, they call him Vengeance. Mm -hmm. I think the only one that calls him the Bat is uh, Catwoman. Yeah. Because she says she literally referenced to them uh, being together, the Cat and the Bat. Yeah. And then she likes the sound of that. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, I don't think anyone called him Batman.
0: No. No. The only person was the Riddler in his notes that he left him. Right. Yep.
1: And it was but verbally, I don't think it was said the whole movie. No,
0: it wasn't. And I think that's also a very like key point to the fact that like he's just starting out. Like obviously they mentioned the bat signal because it is in the film, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. I thought that was cute. Um I love this Gordon.
1: Jeffrey Wright is Fucking, like I said, every single actor that was picked... It was amazing. Was made Because, yeah, don't get me wrong. Gary Oldman did good in The Dark Knight. We
0: love you, serious. <laughs> <laughs> Gone too soon.
1: Yeah, right? But um, Jeffrey Wright, man, like... He is seriously an underrated actor. Oh, my God, yeah. He always really does supporting roles mm-hmm. when he could be doing stuff. But I think maybe that's his his shit. thing like yeah he's just like he's comfortable with that and he does it really well you know he was uh this, the supporting character for the bond movies mm-hmm. you know he was the fbi guy basically the only one that james bond trusted him. yeah literally especially in the last one because he literally got fucked over by the uh, by the other fbi mm-hmm. was it with the fbi the cuz the smiling motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he like, was
0: FBI. A, yeah. And
1: I hated that guy from the beginning. I'm fucking bitch. Cause, cause we even, didn't trust him. Because even Bond said he's like he smiles too much. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like no one's that fucking happy. <laughs> you
1: right. You know, he's he's the guy in uh, every single film. He's the FBI. You know, person that they refer to. Mm-hmm. And him as James Gordon. Uh, he's not commissioner. Right? No, he wasn't commissioner yet. He was a captain. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's not commissioner because they did show the commissioner.
0: Yes, and the commissioner was murked, wasn't he? He was the second one merc'd. Yeah, yeah. And right after
1: they introduced him uh, at the first murder scene, yeah, he got. I think he was the next one. He there. was the nice next oh. one.
0: So the thing that I like about this Riddler, first off, this Riddler had a very saw type of fucking killer vibe to oh, him. My Literally. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. <laughs> I'm gonna make a snippet and put that shit as the. Fucking... That's a sound clip. That, that is a potential. sound clip. <laughs> Absolutely. Put that shit on TikTok. Put that shit on Twitch. Yes. Gamers? Oh I my
1: god. You just put that in your Twitch stream. Boom. Let's
0: go. <laughs> Tag us. No, honestly, like that was also some of the most twisted riddles and just like death the way that he killed these people (laughs) (laughs) was fucked up like i was just like bro first off i want to study your mind which is my own personal issues psych major what can i tell you i was like i would like to talk to him like how did you come up with this shit and why but I like that they showed the very early stages of all the characters. Yeah. So, I'm very excited to see where Gordon goes, because even though, yes, the Batman is about Bruce Wayne, I feel like one of the main characters was Gordon. Yeah. I honestly... Like, he had main character energy, because it shows his torment of the fact that he's a good cop, and...
1: Surrounded by fucking... Bullshit,
0: bullshit. and corruption! Like... And I love, I love the line where he, like, they go to arrest the Penguin, and he's like, no, Falcone. Where they go and arrest Falcone, he's like, not all of us are crooked, and, like, you have the very few amounts of Gotham City police that are, like, not involved in the bullshit, because that, that was really the whole theme of, like, this film. It's like, they call them, um, dropheads, right? They were, like, doing the, it was a drug in, like, fucking droplets and shit. Right. Yeah. And all the DEA was involved in it the fucking the, the district attorney, the was, district attorney was,
1: was was in the club, in with the club. Them.
0: and like and then he dies like immediately after poor thing he thought he was gonna get lucky with catwoman <laughs> you <laughs> wish motherfucker
1: you wish you, with Zoe you
0: could never my guy that you
1: know, was funny I, after we watched the movie. I don't know if it was the first because after we watched it the next weekend I went to watch it with my buddy Jacob
0: again nice so yeah
1: I did see it twice I love you for that <laughs> oh yes and um because he saw it a few days before we did so we saw it the okay. weekend it came out yeah he got to see it like the Wednesday the early like, release literally the early release
0: like, lucky, lucky bitch <laughs> yeah When
1: like you were lucky motherfucker my next 10 gave me tickets <laughs> literally um, but um he's like and he was gonna come with us
0: yeah, that's right. He didn't make well, it. He,
1: he couldn't. No, he couldn't get it setter. Anyways, uh, so we went to see it. And uh, the week after um, I was at work, and my coworker, he goes to me about movies. Mm-hmm. Like, he asked me, like, is this worth watching? Stuff like that. Especially with newer movies. Yeah. Because, you know, he's a busy guy and he does his own thing. And whenever he gets a chance, he's like, oh, let me start. So he started watching some Marvel movies. And then he started asking about the Batman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was asking about Solly Kravitz.
0: She's a baddie. She was beautiful. It did break my heart about her friend.
1: Yeah, and that's so how she got involved, basically. Yeah.
0: So, did you see the Gotham series? No. No. And I know so, everyone
1: wants me to watch it, but I just... I'm finishing Better Call Saul right now, so I can only watch one of these at a time.
0: Once I- you're done... <laughs> <laughs> That's your next series, Nikki. If I have to come over every fucking weekend so we, like, binge it.
1: How many seasons is it? Not the point. <laughs> wait, I think it, it's a done series, though, right? Yeah. I, I probably won't watch it then because okay. I don't like to watch...
0: And wait for the next.
1: That's kind of why I regret watching Stranger Things. Oh, because, yeah, Because no. I'm like, wait, why is it done? It's three seasons. Where's
0: the next one? I need more.
1: So, like, luckily now it's coming up, but I remember I watched it. This needs to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I try to stick to shows that have either... If I'm really into it, mm-hmm. I'll watch it, like, right... It's yeah, just now. binge it. Mm-hmm. But, like, right now, I don't, have a, I don't have a TV series like that. Yeah. So, like, that's why I started watching Better Call Song, mm-hmm. And I'm like, please tell me that season five's down. Because if there's another season...
0: Oh my god, I don't want to wait. <laughs> it's all about the waiting. Man. It is. It's it's a fucking it
1: sucks. It's playing with my emotions. You know, that's what
0: it is. pulls at the heartstrings. But yes, you need to watch Gotham because so Gotham is I like it. But it does definitely portray a much younger version of Batman. Like yeah, Bruce Wayne is baby. And so is Catwoman, because she does come out in the series. She also has a friend. And so when in this film she has her friend and her friend gets involved with Falcone and then she ends up getting murdered, it broke my heart because all I pictured was the series and baby Catwoman, so, like, her best friend. And I was just like, they killed baby. (laughs) I was like, I know. Why would you?
1: Catwoman also had a friend like that in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Mm -hmm. The Blondie. Yeah. They didn't really get into her story, but she was there.
0: Yeah. And, And I feel like that's also one of, like, the pivotal points for Catwoman as a character is the fact that she loses the only person that she's ever trusted. Yeah. So the fact that, like, she ends up to some degree trusting Batman is insane to me. First off, because she is a criminal. <laughs> Let's not forget, she's a, she's a criminal. So, I don't know. I, I'm very excited. Like you said, if they keep the momentum.
1: Exactly. Because that's the hardest part with these kind of movies. It is. It's like, you already did a great job. Can you keep it or do better? Mm-hmm. And even if it goes down, like, just a little bit, that's fine. But... Don't, like, if you're at 100%. Don't go lower than 95. Yeah, no. Because even at 90, there's going to be some sort of 10% problem that might ruin the whole movie.
0: Exactly. You know? And that's something that, and I'm going to bring it to Harry Potter because we didn't mention Gary Oldman. But <laughs> that's the issue that Fantastic Beasts is facing. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, you were telling me about that. Okay. Yeah. So, I haven't seen those. Can you?
0: Yes. So.
1: Just know. Uh, spoilers! I don't think
0: it's, <laughs> spoilers! I, I'm still gonna watch it. But... Hell yeah! So, Fantastic Beasts is basically a prequel to the Harry Potter series. It has to follow with the story of Newt Scamander, who is the Magi zoologist who basically tells wizards, "Hey, let's not kill all these magical creatures. We should probably protect them and use them," which they do end up doing later on, right? But it follows that whole storyline and it also follows the storyline of a younger Albus Dumbledore and in the latest film, Grindelwald, who was Dumbledore's lover. Dumbledore was not always such a pious man. He was evil. He had his iffy shit. He was very much of Grindelwald's mentality until, he, well, basically him and Grindelwald get into a lover's quarrel and he kills his own sister in the crossfire.
1: Which is mentioned in the Harry Potter
0: films. Yes. Uh, Which is why his brother Aberforth broke his nose. Yep. And the issue with the latest film, and I've heard so many Harry Potter enthusiasts like speak on this, and they're like, as a standalone film, The Secrets of Albus Dumbledore is an amazing film as a standalone. But as part of the grander Harry Potter franchise, it doesn't fit. And I feel like with Batman that has been one of the issues it's like a lot of the films can be good on their own but when you try to collectively put them together they don't fit so moving forward it would be great if they kept this momentum going kept introducing more villains kept it dark and gritty because I feel like the issues that the DCEU had was that they tried to make Justice League, they tried to make Suicide Squad very Marvel type, where they were almost comedic. You can't do that with DC.
1: Yeah, much darker series. It's like, like you said, it has to be gritty. And I don't know how they're going to do it with Superman if they introduce him mm. in, this, in this universe, but that's, that's another That that seems to be always the problem with Superman, is that He's not a dark character. Yeah. But dark shit does happen to him. Yeah Or around him. Mm-hmm. Especially since he's involved with people like Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash. Yeah. You know, there's all these dark parts. There's even a part w- uh, where he becomes, like, a Nazi, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there are dark aspects to that universe. Yeah. But they never... I mean, I like the Man of Steel as a movie, but like you said, it's... I don't care that he killed her. What's his name? so uh, no. uh, Like, who cares? <laughs> These are villains. He solved the problem. He's never going to do it again, obviously.
0: He's gonna... <laughs> and But that the reason that people had such an issue with it, and like, my, so my mom's favorite superhero was Superman, growing up. It, that was her favorite. And so when we show her Man of Steel, and he killed Zod, this poor woman... Her whole world was shattered. Like, she gasped. I've never heard my mother gasp my entire life. And she saw that, and she was like, ah! and you just see the tears. And she's like, pero Superman no mata. And I'm like, "Well,
1: I said that maybe, but, but
0: <laughs> he, I'm like, girl, he had no choice. And she's like, oh my God, right? Like, it was such a gut-wrenching moment. And which is why, like, I kind of get, like, why people are like, oh my God, what the fuck? fair
1: if he did that to like a normal human being i'm like all right dude you're a bitch (laughs) but (laughs) you literally did it to a guy who's a better fighter than you you really didn't have another choice if he had Um. let him go like he finally had us he's like i I have him in a chokehold this is the only way it's gonna solve this because if he gets loose he's gonna fuck me up like he was doing pretty much the entire fight yeah Like this guy's was literally bred for war
0: literally literally (laughs) Literally. that's how
1: kryptonians are born like they're Mm -hmm. bred to do their own thing like certain things in in society and that's what zod was made for for war for being a general whatever the technical thing was but he was made as a fighter like Mm -hmm. he was made to fuck shit up Mm -hmm. you were not
0: (laughs) this is true He was born That's why you
1: got beat by a regular human. Just a
0: smallville Kansas City lad. No, but honestly, I do like the grits. One of the things, and we mentioned it previously, there was no Batman origin story, technically. Technically, yeah. Technically. So, we did mention, you know, they did discuss more of his parents' history, which I think is very pivotal to, like, why Batman is the way that he is, why he's so tormented, uh, and one of those parts was the origin story where it wasn't seen and it was what IGN that did the video of like, yeah, you know, directors have said there will be no Batman origin story. Do we really need it? We've seen it so many times. The best one though, Teen Titans, that was fucked up. The Teen Titans go.
1: <laughs> I, re- I refuse to watch that show. Dude. The original one was way better. Yes, but that even part. There's a clip where they say it.
0: <laughs> and yes, but that part where they show the origin story was just so twisted that I was like, are we sure this is a children's show? Because this satire is too adult for me. But. The children don't understand. We were discussing that too last time. How, like, there's so many things that, like, really do go over your head. When you
1: watch, like, Shrek,
0: mm-hmm. The
1: Cat in the Head with Mike Myers, mm-hmm. Grinch. Yeah. I didn't understand those jokes back then. No. Did I turn out a bad person when I understood them as an adult? No. I just laughed because I'm like, damn, that's funny. Why didn't I get that? Yeah. I was a fucking kid. Every kid understands those jokes,
0: uh, mm, questions. Might,
1: you, that, that's kind of your fault. You're, <laughs> the, you're the parent.
0: So. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing about this film. Like, it was it a rated R rating for this Batman? No. It was no.
1: still PG-13. PG-13. They didn't really swear. It, it, it probably could have if they had shown those murders a little bit more
0: mm-hmm. in detail. Like
1: the literally the first murder in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, if they literally showed him digging that thing into his skull. That would have merited a R rating.
0: Absolutely. But they just
1: showed him like just winging at him, like, right? and moving with the what was it called? <laughs> Basically, it's how they take carpet off. Like they scrape it underneath the carpet and like, peels it off. Yeah. That's why, yeah Sick.
0: Yeah, he kills him with that. <laughs> Sick as fuck. So, that part of the film, that's the first murder, it is the person that's running for office for mayor. Yeah. And... One of them. One of them. He's one of the ones that's running for mayor. Corrupt as shit, obviously. And <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and that was the origin story, because when Batman shows up to the crime scene, he passes by the little boy. And you just see flashes of when Bruce was sitting there, wrapped in a sheet, being interrogated over his parents being murdered.
1: And keep in mind the little boy found the body.
0: Yes. So, like, that is horrific. Like, to think that, like, his head was bashed in. Like, you see them swings, like, pulverized. Let's just be real and your kid that walks into that to find it on Halloween night. Very Michael Myers of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. where's Laurie Strode? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Laurie, where are you? (laughs) Can
1: you you defeat the Riddler? I
0: think she can. I think she could. She can be Michael Myers. (laughs) She can defeat the Riddler. (laughs)
1: Although Michael Myers was not much of an intelligent. He was just a force to be reckoned with.
0: You know, we'll discuss that (laughs) on a different pod, because we got to get into that, the Halloween. I
1: thought we did. We didn't. No. Did we ever do Halloween kills? No,
0: we didn't. We watched it. We watched it. We talked about it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think we
1: had planned it and then just it never forgot about. Yeah, this is your podcast, so I can't.
0: This is my fault. It really this is. is your Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do. it. We'll rewatch all the films and then do it. That's
1: only two Halloween's. You know, but mm-hmm. I
0: want to watch all of them.
1: All of them. Even, I'm not watching season
0: of the League. no. We don't have to watch that I refuse one. To watch. I don't blame you. The
1: other ones are bad, but that is just god awful. I'd, I'd rather be bashed in by the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'd,
1: I'd rather that happen than watch that fucking. movie
0: again. Also, sick as fuck when the Riddler put the collar on the guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he literally blew. I was like. Bro, what the fuck? First off, it kind of gave me... Have you seen Wild Wild West with like Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it gave me that vibe. It was very
1: similar to that.
0: Yes, like that fucking collar. I could not. I was just like, is this real right now? <laughs> Am I seriously watching this? But, so the kid. And you and I touched upon this. We're like, you know, we don't really theorize. But the potential for him becoming Robin eventually is there.
1: So they say the guy's the mayor like the guy that's running for mayor, they say his name I don't remember it ringing a bell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, so Dick Grayson is the first one, but I don't remember them saying Grayson. No. But because they were doing commercials for his uh,
0: so the, for the campaign. The Robins are Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, and Damian Wayne. Jason Todd
1: is the Red Hood. Yes. For sure, I know that because I played Arkham Knights or whichever Batman mo- or game was that was, but um, yeah, they never they say his name and, and I don't remember it ringing a bell. Um,
0: no, it didn't with me either.
1: But Dick Grayson is an orphan. mm mm-hmm. I Or at least I know Jason Todd is. I don't remember, but that seems to be his thing. For some reason, uh, for recruiting purposes.
0: Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like I feel like that movie also did really good in putting so many what ifs.
1: The,
0: the Batman movie, because as... like that, like there's a the possibility that he could be Robin. There is a the possibility that the adrenaline shot that he took was actually venom. Like. There's a lot of nuances in this film, which puts a really good, like, potential for future Batman movies. I really hope they continue. I really, really hope that they take it in the right direction. The reason that the Joker deleted scene kind of pissed me off was because at the end of the film, when the Riddler is put away... You know, he has the person uh, say, like, at the time, we don't know that it's the Joker, but he says, oh, everyone needs a friend. You thought
1: it was Joker.
0: Yes, I did. I was like, oh, it's probably the Joker. And you're like, no, because they've done it. And then you're like, oh, Harvey Dent. And I was like, yes, he says the friend thing.
1: Because they're usually working together. Yeah.
0: Them. But... You
1: were technically right.
0: I was so. technically right. Which I don't know how I feel about it. But then also it would kinda of make sense because if Bruce is still young, that means Harvey Dent is as well.
1: Yeah, so for him to be district attorney and then Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't make sense. You know. Why
0: don't you bring it up? It- oh my god, what a cliffhanger. Where will we possibly go next? <laughs> That is the end of part one of the Batman review. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna, sending you much peace, many kisses, and reminding you to always look up at the moon. Follow me on all my handles, at LLUNA, Ella and Vasquez, at Wifey on All of my platforms. I absolutely adore you guys, and I will catch y'all on the next one. Bye!